We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. God talks in past tense. He speaks in results. If we'll learn to imitate God, you'll be astounded at what will happen in your life. But if you're always talking what is, you'll be astounded again at what will happen in your life, only it'll be in a different direction. You'll be amazed at the problems you have. Because when you speak the things that are, you are establishing present circumstances. But when you call the things that are not, you're calling for a change. You go to the promise and you find what God said about your situation in life. See, I said the word of God's practical. There is a practical application of every single promise in the New Testament to your everyday life. Now, the problem comes when we don't give the time and meditation to find out how to apply that to our situation. Now, notice that God said to Abraham, I made you the father of many nations. Now, this is the way God works. He calls things that are not as though they were. Now, the problem is that sometimes we get the idea that confession is calling things that are as though they're not. Now, this is where a lot of problems come in, in the area of the faith and confession message, because of misunderstanding. People want to call things that are as though they're not. Now, that's not God's method. God's method is to call the thing that's not as though it were. <laughs> now, somebody said, that's all the same thing. No, no, no. There's a whole lot of difference in that. When you deny what exists, you see, that's calling things that are as though they are not. The Bible doesn't teach you to deny what exists. It teaches you to call for what is not manifest. Now, let me show you the difference. When you deny what exists, if you could get rid of it by denying it, it's not replaced with anything. But when you call for the manifestation of what you don't have and call it into manifestation, then you have something to replace it. Now, listen to what the Apostle Paul said. Go with me to 1 Corinthians, the first chapter. Now, see, we're bordering on the subject of calling things that are not. And we're going to touch on it a little bit here because, like I said, we're going to follow the Holy Ghost. 1 Corinthians, the first chapter, verse 27 and 28. For God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And base things of the world and things which are despised hath God chosen. Yea, and things which are not. To bring to naught things that are. Now listen to it. God chose things that are not. Now allow me to add a word here just to amplify it. God chose things that are not manifest to bring to naught things that are manifest. God chose that method. I didn't choose it until after God chose it. Now this is what we need to understand. That the Apostle Paul understood this. And he said, God chose this method to use things that are not to bring to naught. You know what naught means? Zero. Reduce to nothing the things that are. Now let me give you a simple and quick illustration of what we're talking about. If you're sick with the flu and sneezing and coughing and your nose running, there is no power in saying, I'm not sick. 
I'm not sick. If you could get rid of the flu by saying, I'm not sick, you might die with cancer, you know, or something else. So that's not the answer, is it? What's the answer? The answer is to go to the Word of God and find out what God said about you. Start confessing what God said. Get somebody to lay hands on you and say, The Word said that the believers will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So they laid hands on me, so I must be recovering. I'm calling my body well. Thank God I'm healed. I'm well in the name of Jesus. See, you're not denying what exists. You're calling for the thing that's not manifest. Somebody said, How in the world could you say you're healed and you're well when you're sick? That's all the more reason to say it. Because you're calling for the thing you don't have. Why in the world would you want to call for what you did have? And that's what a lot of people are doing. They're going around saying, Well, I got this flu and I have the flu every year. I always get it the same time every year. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> like one fellow told me, he said, I've been trying to take the flu for three weeks. Well, you dummy, you ought to have it. <laughs> Spent three weeks trying to take it. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Now, here's the thing that I want to point out to you, then we're going to get over into the booklet, God's Creative Power. Go back to Romans, the fourth chapter, and then hold your finger there and turn on over to the tenth chapter, because I want to point out to you the scriptural basis for what we're going to talk about in this booklet. Verse 13 again, For the promise that he should be heir of the world was not to Abraham or his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Now, the phrase, the righteousness of faith, bring it to chapter 10. Verse 6, But the righteousness which is of faith, notice, same phrase, the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Now, first he tells you what it wouldn't say. Say not in thy heart, who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring Christ again from the dead. Now, somebody might say, well, who in the world would say that? <laughs> Have you ever said, Lord, come down and touch me? Anybody ever said that? Well, then that's what you're saying. See, if Jesus had come down and touched me, I'd get healed. Now, listen to what Paul said. Verse 8, But what saith it? What saith the righteousness which is of faith? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Now do you get what he's saying? He said this is the way that we're going to be heirs of the world and heirs of the things that God promised us in this world is through the righteousness of faith. And the righteousness of faith does not say who will get Jesus to come back and do it for us. Who will raise Jesus from the dead to get him back in his physical body on the earth? Who will bring him down from heaven so he can do it? The Bible says he's seated there at the right hand of the Father until his enemies have made his footstool. So he's not coming back until his enemies are under feet. But he said, what saith the righteousness which is of faith? Now remember, that's the way we're going to be heir of the world is through the righteousness of faith. The righteousness of faith would say, Jesus doesn't have to come back and do it. The Word is here, and it's as, as powerful as if Jesus was here. So the Word is as nigh to me as getting it in my mouth and speaking it into my heart. The Word of faith, he calls the Word of God, the Word of faith. Now, what word of faith is he talking about? The promises of the word of God. You go to the promise and you find what God said about your situation in life. See, I said the word of God's practical. There is a practical application 
of every single promise in the New Testament to your everyday life. Now the problem comes when we don't give the time and meditation to find out how to apply that to our situation. That's why the Lord directed me to put this little booklet into print. It was printed in 1976. It's excerpts from the tongue, creative force. There is now 4,200,000 of these in print. And it simply takes a few of the scriptures in the Bible and shows you how to use it in your everyday life to confess God's word over your situation in life. Your faith and God's word will change the situations that you face in life. Now, it may not change them overnight, and most of the time it won't change them overnight. But this is not something to just get you out of trouble. This is a way of life. And if you're just going to try it, you might as well forget it. Because triers always quit when it looks like it's not going to work. And you're going to have plenty of chance for it to look like it's not going to (laughs) work. But you know, there's one amazing thing. I was telling my wife the other day. You know, when I saw this in the Word of God, heard it on a tape from Brother Kenneth Hagin, and I saw it was scriptural. You see, I didn't just take it just because he said it, because I tell you, quite frankly, I flew to Shreveport, Louisiana to be in one of his meetings one time. I told my wife, I said, I'm going to go down there and check this guy out. He's saying some good things, but I want to see. I want to see how he operates. (laughs) And uh, you might be glad to know I decided he's all right. (laughs) But anyway, I took the Word of God and I found it in the Scripture. And I decided, well, that's in the Bible. Now, my first thought was, see, my first thought was, well, now, if that were true, they'd have taught it in my church. But they didn't know anything about it in my church. A lot of churches don't know anything about the practical application of God's Word to the everyday circumstances of life. In fact, they'll tell you you're a fanatic, you're a prosperity cult or something else, you know. They'll call you all kinds of things when you start using God's Word in practical application. And that's what God gave it to us for. That's why we have the Word of God and the Word of promise. But anyway... I started applying these things in my everyday life. And I was telling my wife, you know, it never occurred to me that it might not work. After I saw it in the Word of God, I just decided I'm going to do it. And I started doing it, and I did it until I got the results. And I'm still doing it. But you see, it still doesn't work for me unless I do it. You know, I can stand around and say, well, I wonder why that happened. And the devil just clobber me just like he does anybody else. You've got to resist the devil with the word of God. You know what Jesus did? Jesus on the Mount of Temptation took three words and he shook Satan's kingdom beyond repair. It is written. And then he just quoted what God said. And I'll tell you the truth, you can defeat Satan the same way today as just telling what God said. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. And before I leave the broadcast, I'll remind you that all of this week we have CD offer number 7210. It's entitled God's Creative Power. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. I take the God's Creative Power booklet, the little mini book, 
and go through these confessions explaining why we use these and why we confess these things. It sets the law of faith in motion. It causes faith to come. It changes the heart. And it keeps the answer before you. You know, some of you, you keep in the problem before you. You talk your problem, you think your problem, you wake up in the night thinking about the problem, you sleep the problem, you eat the problem. You've got a problem. And the problem is what you're saying because faith cometh by hearing. Paul said the word is nigh you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. You see, you never solve a problem by talking the problem. You solve the problem by talking the answer. Go to the word of God and see what God's answer to it is and say what God said about it. If you have lack, he said, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over shall men give unto your bosom. God said it. Jesus said it. It is a fact. It is the truth whether you ever do it or not. But when you proclaim what God said and get your mind renewed to the Word of God, then you go to thinking like God thinks. Renewing your mind, it's like putting a pencil in a glass of water. You start stirring it, it's first of all, it's just cutting water. But you keep stirring it, it'll get the water to fall in the pencil. Pull the pencil out and the water keeps circling the glass. That's what happens when you say what God said in His Word concerning you. When you say it long enough, you go to thinking like God thinks. That's called renewing your mind to the Word of God. God's creative power is just as powerful as it was when He spoke the Word, but if you don't confess it, it may never work for you. That's God's creative power. CD offer number 7210. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. A total of $19. We have a toll-free order line. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.